Hi, I'm Brandon Scott from Yukon uh, Blonde, and you're watching. You're listening to what is it? The, the interview show with Scott Wood. <laughs> oh man! All right. I'm Jason Haberman from Yukon Blonde, and you're listening to the interview show with Scott Wood. That was pretty good. I am Jeff Innes from Yukon Blonde, and you're listening to the interview show with Scott Wood.
Brandon Scott from UConn Blonde. You're listening to the interview show with Scott Wood. Welcome back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. I open the show with My Girl. That's by UConn Blonde off their record Tiger Talk. I've got the band here with me standing in the rain in Vancouver. Guys, I'd love it if you guys could talk a bit about that track. Uh, that track I, I kind of wrote as a, sort of like an angsty sort of teenager at, uh, you know, I don't know, just wants to kind of just like this classic teenager stuff just get out of this town just it's kind of like what i was when i was was when i was a teenager and i kind of want to like look back and be like you're an idiot <laughs> did you guys ever ask him what happened between him and the girl in real life oh i didn't what happened yeah it didn't work out it didn't work out oh well you know i got a girl though it's okay so there's a happy ending. Sweet. Today I'm standing in the alleyway behind the Commodore Ballroom with Yukon Blonde. Guys, I'm going to go around in a circle, and I'd love it if you could introduce yourselves. I'm Jeff. I'm... Oh. But Jeff, what do you do in the band? Oh, okay. Uh, I play guitar and sing. I'm Brandon, and play guitar and sing. I'm Jason, I play bass. Thanks, guys. Yukon Blonde started as a band called Alpha Baby. I was hoping that you guys could tell the story. Ah, oh dear. Um, Brandon, you give this a shot. It's Alpha Baby. Uh, we started in Kelowna around 2005, 2006, and uh, toured under that name for about a year and a half or so, and went through some member changes, evolved into Yukon Blonde, and uh, moved to Vancouver around 2009, and started touring heavily as that band, and we put out our full length. Yeah, I was hoping I could get you guys to talk about it from the perspective of surviving a band implosion into something else that's working for you. Yeah, uh, yeah. well, uh, the, yeah, the, it was quite disastrous, like, the whole Alpha Baby thing. It was actually, like, three years that we were that band, and, and we, uh, we, we pretty much made two records. Um, and, yeah, I guess, uh, I don't know, we, t- we toured a lot. We toured a lot with a lot of great bands, played with a lot of great bands, and, and uh, I don't know, everything all of a sudden started going wrong. There was a couple of members left the band. Uh, we crashed our van. Like, all this stuff started happening, and, and so we were, like... we. You know, the whole thing was pretty trying. Like we slept in the van every single night. <laughs> like we never stayed stayed in a hotel or had our own beds on tour. Uh, you know, um, and then as soon as we, yeah, as soon as we made the 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 uh, sort of, I guess, make or break decision. You know, to change the name. Uh, I don't know. Things just got better. It was like you know, we changed the name, got a new van. It was it was good. Got new songs. You just refresh everything. Start yeah. start fresh, yeah. Yeah, we we got rid of all all of the old material. It wasn't even a name change. It was almost just like a, you know, reforming of the band. Like, so a lot of people who are into music who want to start their own band have gone through situations like that where something hasn't been working, everything falls apart. So I was hoping you guys could give a tip on putting it back together. Um, a big thing is is uh to think to think uh to think very very um. Objectively, about about what your situation is, about what your project is, uh, there was a really great piece of advice from one of our friends, uh, John Ray Fletcher, who said, "Like you think you you have fans, or you think it's very important that you keep your name, um, but it's not because the people who love your band will know that you've changed or reformed your band, and uh, everybody else will will ultimately benefit from it." So it's it's important to realize like where you're at in your career. Like if you're actually only playing to 20 people a night, it's it's not a big thing. And it blew us away how much he was right. Like as soon as we changed the name, there was it was just interest in the band. 
and uh, and yeah, everybody everybody stuck around. So just cut the cord and do it if if you feel that you need to do it. Do you guys want to jump in? <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, I think maybe just have like a band a band goal. You know, make sure you're all in for it, the same reasons, and you know everyone's dedicated too. It was a that was kind of a big thing. I don't want to beat this to death, but there's an awesome story about how you guys came up with the name Yukon Blonde. So I'd love it if one of you guys could tell that story. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, our previous bass player Adam, who's no longer with us, is uh, I don't know. He was at work at a coffee shop, and his boss had a hair in the coffee, and it was uh, it was gray hair, I guess. And she said, "It's not mine because I'm a Yukon Blonde." So denial of gray hair, I suppose. It, it was catchy. We liked it. It was such a classic moment too because we were we were all sitting at this pub like we we always drank at this pub that Graham and I worked at and we we had been coming up with lists and lists of names and nothing felt right like we were just kind of getting down the list and all of a sudden Adam our our ex bass player runs in and just such a classic moment and just like guys I got the name <laughs> it was it was funny I'm hoping I'm hoping that I could be home right now. The feel of the breeze, the smell of the trees under my brow
Fitness from Yukon Blonde, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Stairway. That's by Yukon Blonde off their second record, Tiger Talk. I've got the band here with me. I would love it if you guys could talk about that track. It's a Christmas song to my mom. That's how it started. I, I couldn't come home for Christmas. It was my first Christmas away from home. I, I really missed my family. Like I was just, I just wanted to get home, and, and I couldn't, so I... Um, I couldn't afford to buy my mom anything, so I recorded her a song. I've, I did, I've done this a few times. I once sent her a song called Rent, which was asking her for rent money. That was sweet. That's a good tune. Rent. <laughs> did, did it work? Oh, yeah. yeah. She's a sucker for that stuff. And it's, it's kind of funny because it wasn't even supposed to be included in, in the batch of demos for the new record, and then it, it kind of worked. With the with the sound and and Brandon, um, he really liked the demo of it. And he's like, I think I think we should work on this. So be, wasn't it? Uh, the trees are falling down. It was something you know, some Christmassy like that kind of. Yeah, it was something like that. It was kind of just gibberish. I couldn't I couldn't be the chorus line, so I just sort of went. It was in a really high pitched voice on the demo. <laughs> the melody was there though, you know. I'm glad you worked on that. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> I didn't mean to uh, interrupt you. Oh, I, I, I'm good. <laughs> I, I'm, <laughs> I was just thinking about the steak I had earlier <laughs> and how it's kind of stuck in a per- certain spot in my belly now. So anyways. Thanks for that, guys. Okay, so Yukon Blonde, you guys do a lot of touring. And I was reading a quote from you, Jeff, that you were talking about, clo- you were talking about touring being an influence in shaping the band's identity. So I was hoping I could get you guys to talk about that. Um, well, I, yeah, why don't you talk, Bren? Yeah, it's just Touring's <laughs> always been our, our main focus ever since we started Alpha Baby. It was just like, let's get some songs, enough to play a show, and then let's hit the road. And we've been on the road for like three years straight, but even before that we were touring. Everything that we've done, it's completely shaped every everything. And our, our last record, uh, Tiger Talk, that's primarily influenced and uh, written on tour because we didn't really have the time to uh, to do it at home. You know, we weren't like writing about coffee shops that we'd go to every day. We were just like, didn't have the time. So we were like writing about even even more emo things like, <laughs> like you know, missing your girlfriend and stuff. And I think touring is great for that. There are a lot of great tour written songs about missing your girlfriend for sure. So I thought I'd ask you guys, how come there aren't more songs written by guys about touring and like thanks bros for getting me through this hard tour thanks bros for getting me through this tour (laughs) been a really great time yeah I don't know I I think don't we have any bro tunes maybe like give us some no no save that for off stage you can really get into it you know it is the best part of touring, though, is hanging out with all your friends. Like, we've met countless bands and like-minded people through through touring, so. Yeah, it's the best. It's like, it's kind of like uh, the coolest boarding school in the world. You know, you meet all the, like, all these people that are that are into the exact same things as you, and you, uh, I don't know, you really get to know them, and it's really, really awesome. I, we should write some more bro tunes, I think. some bro tunes. I like that. Yeah. I'm not absolutely convinced, but thanks for the sentiment. <laughs> so I was reading that when you guys were touring your first record, Yukon Blonde, self-titled, that you guys were staying on a lot of couches. Are you guys past that point now? Thankfully, we are past that point. We do the occasional hotel now and again, and uh, I, you know, 
nothing beats a good, warm, cozy bed you have after a long night. Now that you guys are past that point, who is staying on your couches? We're not past that point. We're actually staying with friends right now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I got a house finally, like an apartment, a bachelor pad, that I that I, that I share with my I share with my girlfriend, and the bed is in the living room, and it's all you know, it's nothing crazy. So uh, that sense of reality is really nice to be grounded. But these guys, they're subletting off some friends who are touring China right now. So you know what I mean? Which, if I could just jump in really quick, is uh, it's the I've just discovered this whole subletting thing um, like a year ago, and when you're not, if you tour a lot, if you want to tour a lot, just give up your house, get a storage space for like $50 a month and just sublet when you're home. It's the best thing in the world. I'm Brandon Scott from Yukon Blonde. You're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood.
Jason Haberman from Yukon Blonde, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Babies Don't Like Blue Anymore. That's by Yukon Blonde off their first self-titled effort. I would love it. Since I have the guy standing here with me in the rain, if you guys could talk about that one. Oh, geez. Um, I don't know. You, you give this one a shot. Well, I don't. You wrote the words, though. I don't know. I'm, you I'm guys, never, you don't have to be like, this song is about the yeah, time that I, the baby died or whatever. You can be like, when we were writing this song, we got into a fist fight while we were recording. Yeah. Well, um, okay. So, well, uh, we probably did because we used to we used to have the, our lineup used to fight a lot but um yeah one of the one of the first yukon blonde songs that was kind of finished and and demoed out properly yeah. i always felt like it had this kind of john ray fletcher vibe because we had toured with him prior and uh had that you know i guess northwest sound is that a yeah. eh. no, it's like but anyways. yeah it's a, it's kind of a ripoff of a john ray song like i, I was actually listening to oh maria uh, last night with Graham in the van and we haven't heard it in, in years and like there's that line like um, you know I was content to stay up on the hills like I haven't killed in years sort of thing and and it's weird because now and then you know you reflect on the lyrics of that song and they're sort of similar <laughs> and, and we were just massive John Ray fans I think that was a very heavily in, inspired John Ray song you once said at the end of a tour I can't wait to get back to Vancouver and lay on a beach so I was hoping that you could talk about your last day on your favorite beach in Vancouver just land in the mud right now <laughs> that'd be amazing um, in Vancouver uh, well I mean Jericho is always a favorite of mine I, l- I love going there it's, it's pretty much dead all the time and it's massive so that's, that's always a good one to just go lay on right after a tour but. and so for people who have never been to that beach what's special about it for you um, the logs, the the water, <laughs> no <laughs> sand. I don't know. It's just uh, it was one of the first beaches that I when we moved here. It was like the first beach that I just I don't know fell in love with. It, it's so far out, so it's like a great bike ride to get there. And uh, it's I don't know. I just I, I just like Jericho. Brand has. I like the uh, I like taking that seawall underneath Granville. Granville Street Bridge there and stuff, and then taking it to that dog beach. I go there almost every morning now <laughs> with my dog. And, uh, yeah, I, I can't really remember the last time I was on, you know, laying there getting burnt. But uh, there's some there's some good spots around Kitts Beach and whatnot. You know, it's nice. Pretty beautiful. Take in the seeing. we got to show this guy around. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just starting oh, to check it out and know the streets, and, and it's actually really cool. So I've been here for five days now <laughs> and uh got a couple more weeks left but uh so far enjoying the uh jj bean roasters and uh when it gets a little warmer you have to get them to take you to rec beach yeah, okay yeah. Beach is nice. yeah. Actually, you know what? Oh, that was a good beach yeah, yeah i kind of changed my opinion wreck is wreck wreck is the best <laughs> like the uh you know she the, the, the girl that sells the the freezy the free yeah 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 you know the the colored test tubes or whatever yeah. <laughs> boozy boozy freezies yeah 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 you know what i'm talking about all right yukon blonde thank you very much for being on my show i appreciate it at the end of the show i love the band to pick one of their tracks and talk about it as i bring up the music um you know gu- guns is guns is great i was actually just going to pick something to be different but i um guns is cool with me yeah guns is good topical song alert perhaps 
Yeah, sort of. It, it's kind of weird that all that stuff just started coming up sort of right right as that record was coming out or right slightly after, which is kind of kind of crazy. But, I mean, that's the, uh, it happens all the time, and it's just... It's basically just, you know, I don't like to be political in, in any of my lyrics or anything, but that's just one of those things that's always stuck with me. Like, keeping a gun under your bed in a shoebox is the stupidest idea ever. All right, so we're going to listen to Guns by Yukon Blonde. Thank you very much for being on the show. Thanks for having us. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you. It's true what they say about guns. Hiding in the closet, they prey on lonely sons and daughters. All the other special ones. In your defense, will you have none? Because defense against the other. Did your mama never teach you? Nothing? 